0: Hello, fellow pickers, and my name is Mike Crafton. I'm coming to you from the redwoods of Northern California.
1: And hello, my name is Carl Mandrilli, coming to you from snowy Castle Rock, Colorado. What? It's snowing? Nice. It's not, yeah, I don't know if it's snowing, but yeah, we had our first snow yesterday. We had like a foot here in Castle Rock, and now it's, you know, it's like short-sleeve and, shirt, you know, short sleeve shirt weather. It's great, but yeah, it's just, yeah, that's Colorado, man. Weird stuff. Weird stuff, so... That's how it goes. That means that's kind of signaling the end of the garage sale season, right? Wow. Crazy. Yeah. Well, maybe for you, not for me, not for you. You have <laughs> a different place. All right. So, all right, man, what you got, what you got for me this week. Story. you a story this
2: week.
0: Yeah. So we got some good stories for you this week. So you ever go to a, you ever go in and map out your garage sales and you drive by one and you see something like they just got a couple things on the driveway and you're like, Oh, I'm going to pass that up. I'm not going to go to it. Mm-hmm. For sure. Well, I, we went out and we mapped it out, and we drove by this one, and I told Jen. Jen was with me, and I was like, oh, I'm not going to go to this one. It's just got a couple things in the driveway." She's like, "No, no, no, no. Just stop. You know, it's probably probably has a room somewhere or something like that."
1: Mm-hmm.
0: So we stopped, and there's only a couple things on the driveway, but you walk back into the garage, and it was this guy's grandpa's house, mm. and. It just had a garage full of stuff and then you even went deeper and it went into a back room mm-hmm. and there was a ton of really cool stuff in this back room we ended up finding a whole bunch of brand new stuff uh some figurines you know we're looking them up on eBay as we're looking through them mm-hmm. and some of them were still sure were their comps were pretty good okay but uh, two two things that we came across that was really good was one we found a pair of uh twisted X driving shoes they're moccasins
1: okay
0: I know but they're brand new in the box you know comps were going for like 80 90 bucks mm-hmm. and these things were brand new so I picked those up for five bucks and then okay. also uh, they also had an apple watch sitting there with the box okay and so <laughs> we're like how much like, is okay, that uh, yeah i'm going to grab this thing so we took it up front she's like like how much do you want for the apple watch and she goes well how about 20 bucks and i'm like okay and i'm like well does it work and she goes yeah it still worked i just couldn't get it to pair with my phone anymore mm. so i i bought a new one And what, what do you think about that? Would you, would you have put that back or would you have picked
1: it up? So, I mean, there's so much to that. Like, you know, what version is it? Does it look like it's pretty well used? I don't know. I'd probably honestly, like I would, yeah, I'd take those factors into account and I'd probably package it with all the rest of the stuff and try to get a deal.
0: Yeah. That's kind of what we did. Well, we got it for 20 bucks. Right. And, Took it home. I put through it on the charger. It charged up just fine, but I could not get this thing to pair with my phone Mm. at all. And I was like, geez. So I I ended up just Googling it real quick and learned how to do a hard reset on those watches and did a hard reset. And now my wife has a brand new Series 3 Mm. Apple Watch for 20 bucks.
1: There you go. Great deal, man. Great deal. Okay. I, I know. Yep. I'm confused though. So, cause we, you know, we, we closed out our show with pick of the week. Is that your pick of the week? Are you revealing it?
0: No, that's just the story. Your okay. tell story. That I
1: had. <laughs> all right. There There's, on.
0: there's so many of them. I mean, yeah. I save them all up for you. I, I just can't save them up for you. Anymore. Yeah. I'm you can, start
1: we, we've talked about this. We can have a regular conversation, my friend. We can uh, talk about but this. These stuff. are all good. They're okay. all so good. Yeah, and we can you can save stories for normal conversations that are good too. That's allowed. So, All right. my story doesn't have anything to do with picking actually. This is this has to do with, you know, we we took this like mini vacation, like I don't know if it's a vacation. It's sort when you're taking your whole family with you. It's more of like yeah. a visit somewhere. And we were down southwestern Colorado near Durango in a place called Pagosa Springs, sitting on the grass lawn next to the place we were staying. And I took a video of this. I might throw this on our Instagram page, but I know you've seen the video. I had a fox, a wild fox. Oh,
0: that's where that was?
1: Yeah. It came right up to me. I mean, literally right next to me and sat down like it was my pet. I could have pet it. I could have fed it. I could have scratched behind its ears. I didn't because that's dangerous, but I could have done that. (laughs) It hung out for a while, kind of was just staring at me, scratching itself. I think it wanted me to feed it. And then it kind of just slowly walked away. But I had a wild oh, fox just come hang out with me. That is
0: crazy.
1: Yeah, I know. So I the, know. The
0: video looked great. I, I, I thought you had like a hot dog in your hand or something like that.
1: <laughs> I it. had nothing. I had no food on me whatsoever. I oh, couldn't have fed on. it had I wanted to, but I know you're not supposed to. So no. I, don't, I, I have an unhealthy lack of fear of wild animals. And so I was super sad to sit there and know that most people probably would have gotten up and Maybe skedaddled. But uh, anyway, yeah. that was my story for the week. So right. neither story, though, has anything to do with this episode, which is an amazing interview with some amazing guests, right? That's right. We
0: asked the Pittsburgh Picker and the Daily Cabbage, Adam and Sarah, to come on our show a couple weeks back. And we yes. finally had them on today. And they were amazing.
1: amazing. I mean, not only on, did they too. teach us a whole lot of stuff, their stories are crazy and so there's definitely something for everybody out there there's information there's entertainment there's unexpected twists and turns and just things that i was definitely not expecting coming out of this interview so yeah i'm excited for this
0: all right so we had a great interview with uh sarah and adam and let's go ahead and take a listen All right. So we have a special interview for you today. We reached out to Adam and Sarah a few weeks ago and asked them if they would like to come on our show. So why don't you guys please help me welcome Sarah from the Daily Cabbage and Adam the Pittsburgh Picker <laughs> hey. to our show.
3: No problem. Thanks for having
0: me. Nice.
2: Thanks for having us.
0: Woohoo.
2: Yeah, absolutely. Thanks for coming,
0: guys. Thanks for coming on. So we want to start off a little light. Uh so how about telling us a little bit about your guys' origin story?
3: It's an odd story, actually. Uh, my mother ran a um, storage facility. Um, and they, you know, just like on television where they auction off storage facility, uh, storage lockers right. and people buy them, uh, they had one of those go down. And the guy that wanted cleaned everything out, my mom knew the guy. And he said, hey, there's a couple boxes left in there. And uh, most people weren't allowed to use like the trash or anything there. They had to take everything. And but Mm -hmm. since my mom knew him and everything, he was like, there's like two boxes in there. Can you just have your guy toss them for? And she's like, yeah, sure. No problem. So she opened the box. She opened the boxes and they were I'm going to butcher the name again. But they were a Native American. Sarah
2: Um, Kachina dolls.
3: Kachina Mm -hmm. dolls. So they're like uh, they're like handmade on a stand. Native American dolls. And she sent me a picture of them. She's like, are these worth anything? And I'm like, I don't really know. So I looked it up on eBay, you know, and I'm like, uh, yeah, they are. <laughs> so she <laughs> mailed them all to us. And we started and we just put them on eBay and i had had an eBay account. I had sold like old phones and, you know, just random stuff here and there. The uh, over the right. course of like seven years, I think I maybe sold two or three things. And so we started selling them and mm-hmm. they sold like mad. And like wow. even the ones that, that got mm. broken in transit, sold, and we're like, wow, this. Whoa, is wait, 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 wait. How how much are you talking for here? How much? How much money? Hundreds. I mean,
0: and how many? How many did you have in the boxes? There were two. Sarah, was well, there's
3: two boxes, right? If there
2: were two boxes. I'd say like total. Um, Probably like, I don't know, maybe like 25 or 30. And then we had like some woven rugs and things like that too. And like some baskets yeah. mm-hmm. and another type of native American things. That's a, deal. Yeah. a lot of money, but it's
3: hundreds for each. Yeah. Uh, no, a couple of them were hundreds. Most of them were okay. between 25 and $50, but okay. it, it it happened so fast and they sold so well. Even that we had this one that was like on a, it was on like a, I don't know, like a planed piece of wood um and then there was like the same statue four times stuck together right next to each other and it almost looked like it was running mm-hmm. and it mm-hmm. the, all those were broken off like the feet were still stuck to the board but all the dolls were broken off and we Go sold ahead. that oh no okay. for like 20 20 bucks or something like that and i'm like wow this is interesting so like then we looked we started looking on youtube and like seeing all these people that were selling things and we're like well we go to thrift stores and buy things like every right. now and again, like, and we used to go, we were big record collectors at one time. So we would go to record stores. There's like two, one of the biggest record stores in uh, Northern uh, Eastern United States is here. And so we mm-hmm. would go to like, you know, thrift stores and stuff like that just to look for stuff. Um, okay. And we're like, well, we could, we could easily buy stuff at thrift stores and resell it. So that's what we started doing. And mm-hmm. um we, <laughs> we we weren't very well real good at first (laughs) we we were bad actually (laughs) like you weren't you weren't good at finding things or pricing things so i I think everybody starts the same way right everybody does this you know because you don't want to be standing in a thrift store standing at a a garage sale looking feverishly on your phone that and when you're new Mm. you don't you know you don't want to look like an amateur so sometimes you're just buying things because you're like oh yeah this is gonna sell you know
1: and, and we, <laughs> wait a and, second wait i gotta cut you off here because this is the second time this has come up on our show i understand the garage sale thing you're standing in front of somebody and you're looking at yeah. on your yeah. phone like that's awkward yeah. but you're at a thrift store who cares like
3: who's bothering you with that or why does that matter um i don't know that it matters but the thrift store probably not as much but like, right. And we get this all the time when people, I got it today, actually, um, from okay. one of my uh, cousins. You know, everybody thinks they know what will sell. You know, my best friend would go to okay. f- flea markets with us, and he'd be like, this is going to sell, I guarantee it, and it didn't, you know, or something right. like that. Okay. And so at thrift stores, like, you know, you, you look up the majority of the stuff, but then you come across, like, this Disney shirt or something, or a Star Wars shirt, and you're like, everybody loves Star Wars, we're buying these. right? And then you get to figure out that, yeah. like, they sold about 16 million of these things and <laughs> nobody wants this shirt. Right. And so that's why we weren't really all that good at it at first. Okay. And I don't think anybody is. I think, I think everybody does the same thing. So yeah, we weren't real great right at the beginning, but uh, what really kind of got us is we went on vacation in Delaware um, mm. and a, um, a department I I don't think I've heard called. that phrase before. We you yep. went on vacation. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Vacation in it's funny you we, say that. We go when all the Sarah, time. <laughs> yeah, it, It's funny you say that because when, when Sarah told me, hey, um, my mom wants us to go on vacation with her to Delaware, I went, okay. <laughs> in <Like, listen>, Delaware. <laughs> yeah, and Delaware's you, the only state yeah. that doesn't
1: have a national park.
3: But you also don't realize Delaware is all coastline. Okay. The whole state. I mean, it's all beach. Yeah. Yeah. And and they kept all the crap out of it too. Okay. So there's not, you know, there's not a Ripley's Believe It or Not or, you know, Madame (laughs) Jussauds or they kept all of that garbage. That's That's all in Ocean City, Maryland across the border. So if you want that, you can drive down the road. But if you just want cool little chill beach town with mom and pop stores in it, Delaware is your place and they have no sales tax. Okay. (laughs) It's awesome.
1: and side note, I would like to apologize to any Delaware residents because that was probably offensive. No. <laughs> I haven't been to Delaware, so I, so yeah, I will defer to Adam's wisdom on this one.
3: A guy who, a guy who watches our live and is commonly in our chat, um, he lives in Delaware. And a lot of people have said that. And he's like, yeah, I know. The state's very tiny. Nobody gets it. <laughs> but gotcha. it's really cool when you're here. <laughs> okay. Um, so we, we go there, and there was this department store that was closing like for good. And they okay. were on their last day or maybe last two days. I don't remember. But we went in there and like we bought, we bought like some fragrance stuff and some t-shirts and stuff all super duper cheap and all brand new with tags and stuff. And then we bought yeah. peds, like those temporary socks you put on when you try shoes on. If you walk hmm. in with no socks. Yeah. We bought oh, boxes yeah. and boxes of these things because we okay. looked them and we looked them up when we were there mm-hmm. and they were selling and we're yeah. like, wow, these sell. That's yeah. crazy. I, I don't <laughs> and, think I would know, even look those up. That's, that that's surprising. Crazy. We no. sold the crap out of them. And that's when we started realizing like, okay, like it seems to me that the stuff that you're going you should be looking for is the stuff not everybody else is looking for. Cause we mm. were going off of YouTube yeah. and we were buying right. mugs and, you know, t-shirts and looking for that sealed pack of garbage pail kids that nobody, <laughs> had, you know, and yeah. it just wasn't That's happening hilarious. for us. So <laughs> right. when, we, when we started going down that road and we also got away from looking for the $500 items, because you, you, you watch all these yeah. pickers on YouTube and it's always like, Oh my God, look, I found this thing. It's worth $350. Mm-hmm. The, the, if you're yeah. going to make a living at this, you've got to have items that sell for, you know, between $10 and $20. A lot of those. And a selling lot those. a ton of yeah. those. Yeah. Right. Yep. And yeah. so the Peds sold for like $15 a box, but we paid $0.50 cents a box. Right. So, right. and then.
0: Yeah. It's a yeah. great return.
3: So okay. that, and that kind of started us off. And that was when we were like, okay, well, we can figure this out. And our store has evolved. <laughs> like, okay from what it was then to what it is now is drastically different and it will probably evolve again. Oh yeah. Um, Oh yeah. Yeah. So, but yeah, that's, that's our origins. That's, that's that's a great story right there. I love that story. Mm -hmm.
1: There's all all sorts of things. And
3: it's interesting that you, so Sarah will fill in, she'll be like the prequel what's your okay what's your origin story sarah
2: my story is i don't i don't know how i'm the prequel but um yeah so this yeah that's how we started doing this and um you know after when was it that you started the channel when we got back from vacation or we you you weren't doing it before vacation no
3: it was when we got back from vacation yeah Yeah. is
2: when he decided you know he's gonna try to do youtube And so, you know, we, he, we did, he did start doing YouTube videos and stuff. And like I said, Mm -hmm. I really, I was still working my full-time job. So I just did not want to be, you know, I didn't, I didn't want anybody knowing what I was doing. I didn't want, you know, anyone knowing that there was like this side hustle. Um, So it was mainly like him, but then a couple months Mm -hmm. went by and we started going to like thrift stores and stuff and estate sales. And we started filming that and you know i was in those videos and stuff like that um and then as far as like the whole the daily cabbage thing goes which is my instagram with the cabbage patch kids we we had gone to this crazy estate sale that was a duplex right um Mm -hmm. and it was like one of our best videos ever that adam had filmed mm-hmm. actually we were both mm-hmm. filming i had a gopro on he had a gopro on because it was a it was duplex yeah it was it was this duplex and so he went on one side and i went on another side and mm-hmm. i don't even know why but for some reason i was like obsessed with this cabbage patch kid that i saw in the pictures of the estate sale that was like new in the box i'm like oh we could probably totally flip that like you know we had looked it up you know if, if it mm. was a decent price i'm like you know we could probably get like a 100 bucks for it those things were like huge in the 80s and i had them like when i was little but like i was never like obsessed with them i had like dolls and I'd always like been into collecting like creepy dolls and like strange dolls. <laughs> There's and, a lot more questions like, ahead like, now, but keep going. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I know. <laughs> yeah. And, like, Adam and herself, i like, I don't know. So I was just like, you know, for some reason I was just like obsessed with this cabbage patch kid. So it was on the, the side of the duplex that Adam had gone into and he, you know, we went through this house and we filmed everything and he ended up getting the cabbage patch kid for $15 and we flipped it for like 100 bucks wow um, nice yeah yeah because it was 125 like
3: 125 this thing mm-hmm. yeah it, yeah never been opened had had the receipt from what was the name of the place oh, it was not KB. no i think it, it was kb no hmm. wow was it was a k i thought it was children's palace
2: oh yep it was definitely yeah. children's palace yeah wow.
3: and it was wow. like
2: in a bag too so like it didn't have didn't get dust on it or anything like that like, like yeah it was whatever. like it was in mint condition and so we, we mm-hmm. ended up selling it for like a hundred dollars and then we started going to the bins and stuff and i started finding cabbage patch kids and i would just throw them in the washing machine and just like sell them just comb their hair and sell them like with no clothes on for like five mm-hmm. ten bucks or whatever so then i was mm-hmm. like
0: when you say the bins do you mean the goodwill
3: bins? yeah
2: goodwill bins like the goodwill outlet yeah
3: yeah sorry picker slang yeah yeah
2: yeah so we were finding like a decent amount there and then i don't i have no idea why one day i'm like you know it might be a good idea if i like get some cabbage patch kids and like do their hair and like put some baby baby clothes on them and like try to sell them Mm -hmm. like that so Uh one day i like you know, got this Cabbage Patch Kid, cleaned it, did its hair, like put baby clothes on it, put it on eBay and it mm-hmm. sold like pretty much instantly. So wow. I'm like, okay, I'll try. I'll try again. You know? So I started doing it, Do it and, again. Um, I just, it's, they started selling like, I mean, last year I wasn't, like last year was my first year doing it 2021. So last year I sold about 400. Oh my goodness. Wow.
0: Um, wow. wow. Yeah.
2: This year I've sold over 700. Um And it is like a whole thing we now. We get where to we're like, thousand. Now that, you know, they come originally dressed. I still clean them and everything. And I still like straighten them up. And mm-hmm. I have, you know, Instagram and I post them on Instagram, I get 90% of my sales on eBay from Instagram. followers.
1: Oh, that, okay. That, Cause yeah. I, that was one of my questions was I saw your Instagram page. Um, and I, and look, you know, the daily cabbage and you're putting a picture of a cabbage patch kid a yes. day on where you're not selling obviously mm. directly from Instagram. So my, my question was literally, what in the world? Like I was like, what is yes. what is going on here?
2: <laughs> yes, and I post like a ton. So okay. like I um I post like probably five to ten times a day, even if I'm not posting new dolls, because sometimes I just can't get I can't get a lot of dolls. But now I have a lot I've had a lot coming in recently, but it's okay. just It's a whole process for me. I'll sit down. I'll, you know, fix the doll. I'll post it on eBay. Then I'll go over on Instagram and I'm like, look, I have this doll. It's up for adoption. Mm. And like some nights I'll just sit here like the last two weekends. I'll sit here and like I'll post it. It'll sell. I'll post it. It'll sell. I'll post it. It'll sell. So I'm just sitting here for like two hours. It's like after I'm done, I. Adam, I say to him, I'm like, I don't know if I could do this anymore. Like-
1: <laughs> if I was selling that fast, I would just be, I mean, that would just energize me to keep going. That's amazing. It, it, it
2: does. It really does. Like I, um, yeah, I sell like a ton of them and I really like doing it. And there are so many people like, um, from the kids of the eighties that are like, you know, mm-hmm, right. I lost my cabbage patch kit in a fire or somebody oh, stole my cabbage patch yeah, kit or right. this and that. And they're like buying them. Cause it's just like nostalgic for them. Yeah, like Mike's one of those guys. It. Actually, they, they yeah, love it. So, Yeah. He <laughs> has to have one, it every night like, to sleep. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah.
2: One cabbage patch doll at an estate sale. And for some reason, I just was like, I just became like crazed over the dolls. That's a life changing moment.
0: You became the daily yeah. cabbage. Yeah, yeah. I'm <laughs> the
2: daily cabbage. And I've like, I've been working really hard to, I want to get to 10,000 followers. I'm at 2,500. Okay. And I like, right. I like, bust my butt every day because i'm trying my best here
0: (laughs) so i have a question for you guys when you guys were first starting out and let's say you got your first two or three cabbage patch and they're around the house now when you woke up in the middle of the night say how to go pee or something like that did they scare the heck out of you when you turned the corner and saw them (laughs) i know
3: no (laughs) They're staring at you. You don't understand the creepy <laughs> doll collection that was here before. Carl and I set. have actually oh, talked oh, about okay. the creepy dolls. <laughs>
0: it sounds pretty interesting. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> no, there's no doll that can scare me
3: at this point in my life. Because I've, oh, okay. I've seen from my wife. So, that sounds awesome. like a challenge, to be honest. So we'll
1: we'll keep our eyes out for good some creepy stuff. Okay. <laughs> so yeah. I'm looking at yeah. a doll that
3: has no arms or legs right now. And yeah.
1: No, well, we, we actually shared this on a previous show, but... I, actually, strangely, it's in Pennsylvania. There's a there's a guy that I know, and his I don't know, great his grandma, his aunt owned a doll museum oh, that, that, that like shut down, and they ended up storing like hundreds of thousands of dolls in a barn that are wow. just like all set up. And so, Sarah, I'll try to killing? get you entrance into that. We'll see how <laughs> that goes. Please, please. <laughs> That's what <we> need. But <laughs> yeah, Sarah, you you made a comment about going, you know, filming stuff or getting out there and filming kind of on the fly. And mm-hmm. before we, we started recording, Adam, you'd said that something like you've been banned or <laughs> banned. shunned yeah. or both, um, both. So, something from filming while you're out and about. What's what's that story?
3: Both. Um, so we we when we first started, we well, when we started first getting serious into this, we uh, would go to a lot of estate mm-hmm. sales and we would go to like estate sales like before they open, like we would oh, wait wow. in line um, to get into the estate sale. That's actually okay. how we got the first cabbage patch and when we in fact i think it was that one the estate the sale with the cabbage patch right. um after that every liquidator was like you can't film in our estate sales oh, and we're like okay, okay. and then it, it they actually took it one step further and mm-hmm. they said to us um you know if you wow. you know we don't mind if you film afterwards and show everybody what you got but just don't tell them what you paid for it mm-hmm. and i was like well <laughs> okay. You know, so, uh, and I get it. They don't want their customer to get angry that they may have undercharged people for things, but in the same respect, like my side of the thing is, is if, you know, (laughs) just because you didn't do your job doesn't mean I don't have, I have to hide for you. Like it's your job to get the maximum amount of money for your client. If you messed up, it's not my problem, you know? And, you can't and you can't stop me. You could stop me from going to your estate sale, which is fine because I'm not gonna go anyways now that you've said that, which is exactly what happened. Mm -hmm. which is exactly what happened. I could, I I won't tell, I won't say the lady's company, but like after that, Sarah looked at me and she's like, we're never going to her estate sales again. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want to go to your state sale anyway. (laughs) (laughs) Then we found the YouTube phenomenon. That is the goodwill bins and people filming at the goodwill bins. And so what we did was, is I, Sarah had a GoPro and I had a GoPro and we would just go around to the bins and film us rummaging through these bins. And like at first it was just us with uh-huh. like very little to, if any you know really commentary and then sarah started speaking during the whole thing and people loved it because she's sarah's goofy and <laughs> would, yeah because you're talking because it seems like you're talking to yourself at that
1: point right it, like to other it people, it
3: does but like sarah would find things and she would make like the i think the one of the favorites was when she found a picture it was like an old wedding picture or mm-hmm. yeah it was a wedding picture and it wasn't an old wedding picture it was like you know a recent one and sarah's like oh i wonder what happened that's oh, sad. no. <laughs> 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 These poor so, guys. So
1: you're, so you're commenting not just on things that you're like, interested in, but just, you're just kind oh. of like, oh, you're yeah. almost, like, mocking some of the items. Yes. So, <laughs> no.
2: Like pa- like canned goods. That's awesome. Like, finding like canned corn in the bins. Yeah. Like, yeah. From, oh, yeah. Expired from like 1995 like, uh, or right. something just right. crazy. Like.
1: like, thank you, Goodwill, yeah. for putting <laughs> this in the bin. Yeah. We appreciate oh, that. Exactly. I,
3: yeah. I would say 75% of what Sarah's said on those videos was just making fun of the stuff that you found (laughs) yeah
1: no that's that's genius actually that's really funny i had this idea because we heard about the bins from uh somebody else and and she says she doesn't go to them anymore because of just how aggressive people get with them people just get feisty and and it could be different different places but i had this idea of just of filming but going in with like a football helmet and pads (laughs) on just to protect myself so, I don't know if that's appropriate oh
3: or not. Oh, my God. It'd be I'm so
0: funny. No, he, yeah. he has this idea of putting me in a helmet and putting hats put yeah. on yeah. and then that's filming better. me going through the bins.
1: I'm fine with that, too. <laughs> um, <laughs> okay. So, so you, okay. But getting back to the estate sale thing, so did there's no way that they saw the product on YouTube after. It was just that they saw you physically no. filming on
3: site. No, they and, saw the product.
2: Uh, yeah. Okay. okay.
3: Because the customer's not gonna see that. You would think not, but actually we have gotten yeah. it back after a sales because the customers have seen them. Oh well, why would they be leaving looking for I that? I don't know, but that house with the cabbage patch. So th- this is a phenomenon. And it has people to-
2: loved us, yeah. though.
3: Well, no, I mean I meant that that house itself those two houses itself were a phenomenon. And I hoarders are common in this area. And I think it's right. okay. I think it's the blue-collar steel town kind of roots where what you have you hang on to and never get rid yeah. of t- style thing so you do find a lot of hoarders in this town but what you don't find is parents and grandparents well kids and, and parents living next door to each other both being hoarders mm-hmm. uh and so oh, these, two, this, these two these two houses these two were yeah they were full. I mean, and you're talking. We sold. There was was it? It wasn't a sweatsuit, right, Sarah? It was a workout suit, wasn't it? from Kmart?
2: Oh, the one yeah. like the metallic <laughs> one, like <laughs> you no, know, it was oh, like wow.
3: plastic. Yeah,
2: yeah, yeah, but it looked like metally, like yeah. So yeah, like, yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. Picture
3: like '80s workout yeah. suit, but it's like that plastic material from Kmart, still brand new in the package. <laughs> Never been opened. Um, (laughs) Boots, never been opened. Uh, Pants, still with the tags Mm -hmm. on it from the 70s, 60s, 50s. Like, just amazing amounts of brand new old stuff in this house. And it was stacked both sides. The left side of the house was the kids, and they had, like, VHS, and they had, um, you know, toys and, like, clothing and all this stuff. And then the right side of the house was all vintage clothes and, like, Mm -hmm. vintage hand towels. Like, Sarah got literally hip checked out of the way for these towels with mushrooms on them from the seventies on our way in, because if you've ever waited in line in an estate sale, it's yeah, like, yeah, it's I like Walmart it. black Friday. Yeah. Okay. Exactly.
2: Oh, it was rough.
1: Yeah you you might consider wearing football pads just FYI. Yeah. Well, so that's
3: <laughs> you get used to that when you're in when you're a picker because it's the same way at the Goodwill bins when they bring the new ones out. But it, it's mm-hmm. that estate sale, we got invited back um three times or two, well, well, it was three times in total or was it two times? I can't remember. We, what does
1: um, that even mean you got invited
3: back three like they reached times out to total. you? So the kid, the the kid yes. of the 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 family that owned the houses now because the, the, the grandparents. So the grandparents passed away like 10 years ago. And then the kid, the, the, the person living in the left side of the house was still alive when he Mm -hmm. died. He, he owned both houses. So they left it. He left it to the, to their, their daughter. And now that they own the house, their son, (laughs) their younger Mm -hmm. son, who's like 15 found us on YouTube and showed the, the parents the uh, our video and they they contacted us and they were like hey you know I, you guys seem to really like all the stuff you bought these houses oh are still God. half full of stuff do you oh want to come gosh. back that's and we were amazing like, absolutely yeah <laughs> we'll be there yeah, yeah. so yeah. we went back two more times and pulled bags of stuff out of these houses okay. we're still selling stuff yes. from that page. So that is amazing yes I, I, yeah that's
2: like the yeah. and the kid like it was it, like thought we were like picture taken with us and, like, they were they said that like the the woman's who like yeah it was their daughter that owned it or whatever but her husband was like you know it was just so cool to see you guys go through the house and like yeah. what people do that like resell stuff like, oh. they were like they just loved she it.
3: gave us the story of the cabbage patch too by the way oh really she get Yes. So they bought those on release day. Oh my gosh. And okay. She said that my parents sat that thing in the basement and said, yeah. You cannot touch it. She said, I needed <laughs> that cabbage patch <laughs> with a That's so funny. Because I couldn't <laughs> take it out of the box. My parents wouldn't let me touch it. She goes, but I got, I ended up getting my own one later. She goes, but that first one, she goes, I, I despise that cabbage patch mm-hmm. because I could never, she's <laughs> like, I'm so happy somebody bought it and I was going to yeah. keep it the way it is. And uh, yeah, but that's so funny. Yeah. Because usually when you see like on, you know, American pickers, typically
1: when they're showing interest in something that is somebody's and the person's like, Oh, you like that? Well, I like <laughs> that too. So you can't yeah. have that. And then it's, exactly. you know, has the opposite <laughs> right. effect.
3: Yeah, Yeah. that doesn't happen in estate sales or any sort of garage sale, because the goal of these people is to get rid of stuff. Right. They just want it out of their lives and they don't care what it's worth. If they cared what it's worth, they would be doing what we're doing. Um, And then the people, the the professional garage sailors was what I call them. We have several around our area that run garage sales every weekend. Um, Oh, right. right, Those people are the people that look things up on eBay and they're like, well, it's selling for $30 on eBay. And you're like, well, it's not actually, first of all. Mm -hmm. Second of all, um, you know, if you want to take the time, take the time and picture it, deal with answering questions and all the other stuff, then sure it's worth it but I'm not buying it for $30. Right. <laughs> like, no, I don't sorry. even go to those places.
1: I, 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 steer clear. If I know it's a professional right. garage sale kind of person, You're I just know there's no, there's deal no deals. Their
0: price is so high. I steer away from too. You have to look for, what I've been looking for right. is the uh, professional signs. I won't go to the professional looking garage sale signs. I'll go to the homemade one. I'll go to the homemade one. That's done with markers and, and masking tape.
1: Yeah, the one that they use like really like like ten point font, you can't read where it actually is. Yeah, like, exactly. What's that
3: address? Yeah. <laughs> Sarah, Sarah likes seeing the words "family run." Oh, okay, estate sales. yeah, family good.
2: run estate okay. sale. Oh, they just want to get it out of there. That's what you need,
3: right? Their goal is yeah. to clean the house out as fast as possible. I have some friends <laughs> that do estate
0: sales, and uh, what I what I found out that is you got to get in with those guys, and they actually have a a pre sale day for you for the for their friends and family yeah. or, or whatever <laughs> it is. So you get you to get to go in and look at everything first and buy you get the first pick. Then you don't have to wait at the line at nine o'clock in the morning and hip check people to get well, to that.
2: It's not even it's not even nine o'clock. When we when we would go, we would get there at three AM. What? Really?
1: Oh. oh my wow. God. To be the first ones
2: in line. Yeah. That is crazy. And that sale we we got there. It was three forty five in the morning. We waited outside for four hours. Mm. Oh. In the freezing cold, was it worth it? it? Was it
0: worth it? Yeah, well, it, it was, was. It was. Okay, so that's that's yeah. all that matters, right? So what what number of line were you?
2: We were first.
3: I, I was. Oh, you're. Oh, first. no, I was no.
2: I was like third. He, Adam, you were first, I was weren't you? Okay, yeah.
3: Second. Okay. So well, there are people already no, waiting before guy you. Guy that wanted the sword was in front. <laughs> yeah, of <him>. yeah. Okay. <laughs> he drove in from. He drove in from from Middle West Virginia to get this. Uh, I can't remember the name of the superhero. It's some Mm -hmm. sword. Uh And they only made like 30 of these things.
0: Wow, that's crazy. And he
3: freaked out whenever he got in there (laughs) because it wasn't there. Oh, no. And it was pictured. And the family decided at the last minute they wanted to keep it, probably because they found out it was worth like four Didn't he
2: sleep in his van too?
3: He slept in his van, yeah. uh, To get it. Yeah. So what if I
1: showed up and, um, you know, at five a.m. and I, and I slipped you twenty and said, "Hey, can I can I cut behind you? Would, would you let me?" <laughs> no. Are not you the, those are you the person people. that's like, not "Yeah, a, no. sure," but you have to ask everybody <laughs> I mean, else in line first for their approval. <laughs> I mean, I'm
3: fine with it, but as long as you're behind me. But um, if but no, those people will 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 draw okay. So Ooh, I got to give yeah, twenty yeah. to the person behind you too, like just to sneak in between yeah. you. Yeah. Oh, that we have so many funny stories from estate sales because it's a very unique, there's, there's three types of people at estate sales. There's mm-hmm. your resellers, there's your okay. free marketers, mm-hmm. and then there's your just downright hoarders. Okay. And oh yeah. The, the hoarders are the funniest people. So that's the estate sale that Sarah was at, that we were at in Lawrenceville. This lady was running talking walking up to everybody asking about a sequence purse. Oh
2: yeah. I remember Where's that. the
3: sequence purse? I well wait, did did you buy it? I'll buy it off of oh, you. Wow. And mm. like she pulled up in this like 1999 Chevy or Ford Windstar van. Uh-huh. Oh yeah. And the only seat available that had any sort of room <laughs> left in it was the driver's oh, seat. Oh my gosh. And you're That's- like, you don't need the sequence yeah person. you could probably go without it you probably <laughs> have one in your back seat on the floorboard as a matter of yeah, fact yeah you, you
2: probably do that's
3: so she funny. was the whole time sarah on the way home is like where's the sequence purse? <laughs> i just i need the sequence purse." <laughs> it's funny because it's in
2: the video too whenever i was looking through this like bag of something and they're like did you do you see the sequins purse sequin purse or whatever and i'm like i don't even know what you're talking about <laughs> yeah. what I, I don't care about the purse <laughs> okay. get away from me there's cabbage patch kids here get out of my way <laughs> <laughs> oh
3: man if it was a different day if it, if it was if it was now and we were going to that that sale sarah would have switched sides with me Mm-hmm. And she would have kicked people <laughs> to get at that cabbage, cabbage I don't know. Them about them. Yeah, yeah. For sure. now that you know, now, for sure, for sure. I don't yeah. kick people.
2: Sure. Let's not be cra- let's not be crazy. <laughs> okay, that's so funny. Sure.
1: All right, so it sounds it sounds like it sounds like you've sort of kind of you know figured out a lot of things. You've got some strategies. You've got kind of the the, the things that you're
3: targeting. Before so, you go any further, we we've been we got banned from the bins immediately following that. Whoa, 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 whoa. How do you get banned? Because of the commentary? Because
1: of Sarah's commentary?
3: No. Okay. (laughs) No, we we were we would go all the time, and like the YouTube channel was blowing up because this is it's dumpster diving is essentially what it is. Right. Like thousands upon thousands of people, and the vast majority of them aren't resellers. People just like watching people dig through mounds of garbage for some reason (laughs) they're just there popcorn. (laughs) if you look back on these bins videos we're three four five k videos Uh okay you know and so they were it was going really well and then one day we're we're doing our normal thing and this little kid that works at goodwill comes up to me and he's like hey man there's some people complaining. Can you shut your cameras off? Oh, mm. and I was like, and at the time we'd already, we'd known the managers, yeah. you know, the manager was He's like, yeah, man, I, I'm glad you're doing this. You're bringing in business for us to and the oh, other cool. thing. And I'm like, the managers know we do this, but like, you know, I, I have permission from him. And he's like, yeah, well, they say they're going to call the police.
1: Oh, I'm like, hmm. What? Wait, wait. And just to clarify, now you already mentioned the GoPro, but are are you are, is one of you like filming the other sort of picking no. through things, or is it just all GoPro stuff?
3: They're both mounted to us. Yeah, mm-hmm. we but we okay. had backpacks on, and we had mounts on the backpack that were just filming our hands. So we very seldom were we in it. I mean, we were in it, but yeah. like very seldom would you see our faces.
1: So, are people um, complaining that they're in it, or what's the issue? Well, so
3: th- that had happened, and the manager came up to me and was like, "Hey, you know." People are complaining that their faces are in your videos. And he's like, is there any way you can blur them out? I'm like, I'll tell you what, I will buy a very expensive editing program <laughs> mm-hmm. and make sure this happens because I don't want to lose these, the, like the way the trajectory yeah. trajectory of the channel. So right. I bought Final Cut Pro for my Mac, which if you know, there it's almost $400. Right. Oh yeah. Just to be able to blur people's faces. And I did and what? then like weeks went by and then all of a sudden this happened and they so the customers were threatening to call the police on us oh for filming and it was okay. for and it might, we later found out the reason the reason mm. was is because we people the, the the word for it in Pittsburghese is nibby, mm. meaning like people are always up in other people's business and they think that you're ruining something that's really good for okay them. All right. So when we have
1: guests such as yourselves on who are way more experienced and wise than us, we like to ask for, for tips. And so if you don't mind revealing a super secret tip or something that you've learned over the years that can take us to the next level of our picking experiences, just, yeah, what's Um, a bit of wisdom we have, Sarah, what you got?
2: Um, it would be now that I'm more specialized, um, Looking for things, looking for like I'm into the Cabbage Patches and and reselling the Cabbage Patches, looking for those things in places where maybe other people aren't or places that are going to be more lucrative for me. Like, for example, I do a lot of online auctions because I can get, you know, a, a big bulk amount of Cabbage Patch Kids there. For a better price, whereas you know, if I go to a thrift store, Mm -hmm. I might not find them. And so basically, you know, I'm I'm using less time.
0: All right, Sarah. So you know what? You want to know another place that you can source those Cabbage Patch Kids, and that's Carl's basement. (laughs) We'll be on the next flight. He secretly (laughs) has been saving them all these years. He doesn't (laughs) want to take the tags off. (laughs) Oh, yeah! I started
1: a new Instagram (laughs) called The Weekly Cabbage. It's not as good as yours, only once a week, but I'm trying.
2: Well, you know, hit me up on uh Instagram. We could work something out. You
0: know, that's a serious problem though. People are cloning other people's <laughs> pages quite often. It's kind of crazy.
3: Yeah, we've been we've been talking about her getting a logo um just to be able to to watermark some of her stuff because but Sarah's Sarah's kind of a perfectionist. so
2: Yeah, I mean, I am a perfectionist. I also am very (laughs) like we used to do we used to have a landscaping. Well, Adam had a landscaping company. And then when I quit my Mm -hmm. job, I started helping him. And then we quit that because, you know, we were doing this full time. But I actually drew the logo for the landscaping company because I actually am like pretty good Um but i just don't i just nice. don't have time like i have
0: i have cabbage just... patch to comb the hair <laughs> <laughs> i know right?
2: i do i have to go yeah, there right no. because really
1: not just doing one job i mean you've got your youtube channel right. and you've got all your socials and that's just a significant time absorber right yes okay so last question about your tip there sarah so you talked about sourcing things in bulk. Is that like a super secret location? Is it just specific to Cabbage Patch or can you tell us?
2: Oh no, it's um I mean I can disclose it. It's not a secret. It's um there's just a lot of online auction sites and a, a ton of resellers use them. I mean there's Bid, there's shopgoodwill.com, there's other auction sites that people use, so
0: what not. Yeah,
2: what not. People people source on what not. <laughs> <laughs>
0: I mean, why, why does that make you <laughs> laugh, Adam? What's, what's we not were
3: with we, we were on whatnot. Yeah, yeah. were you? Yeah. Okay. yeah, We sold t-shirts on whatnot, and um, then when the dollar shipping went away, we were out because all <laughs> oh, just... that old shipping. Yeah. All
1: right, Adam. So, what is your tip for people that want to take things to the next level?
3: My tip is a little different. It's more geared towards like just knowing the mistakes we made in the beginning versus now is sell what you know and sell what you like because there's so much information out there in the in like youtube and um you know everything that if you're trying to chase down what you see everybody buying you're gonna it's gonna be a lot harder for you versus finding three or four things that you know sell that you know well um and even if you don't know them well get to know them like i you know i wear jeans but i didn't know a lot about jeans um (laughs) but because we started sourcing them because we had a great source for them we had a thrift store that would put them 50 percent off and they'd be like three bucks a pair for levi's and we were selling them for 2020 we don't sell very many jeans now but um you know at the time we were just buying them because it's like okay three bucks for a pair of jeans we sell them for 20 bucks sure we'll do this all day Mm -hmm. i got to know like what to look for for vintage jeans and stuff like that and i got to figure i figured it out and we enjoyed selling it too it wasn't a very it wasn't a hard sell i mean it's easy to ship you don't have to pad it and you, you use a priority box whatever and you're done so that's my tip is you know you'll see people buying coffee mugs and you'll see people buying China and glass and uh, Pokemon cards and magic gathering cards. And it all can be just so overwhelming when you're sitting in front of like an auction or you're looking on an estate sale and you're like, I don't know anything about this kind of stuff. Yeah. But if there's 12 things in there that, you know, do that, you know, Mm -hmm. it's this business is not, I sell, you know, there's youtubers out there like i i won't get out of bed for anything that doesn't sell for a hundred dollars and that's crap (laughs) because it's not you're not that's not a successful business if you're going to chase selling hundred dollar items over and over and over again it's going to be a very tough road for you you know you're going to be putting in a lot more work when you could do you know five twenty dollar items and end up with the same result and probably Mm -hmm. get them a lot faster and so That's what, when we started niching down and we started selling things that we know and selling things that we like and selling things that we know we can get, we have a pretty constant source for that's when things started getting easier for us. And that's when our profit margins went up because we're paying pennies for things and selling them for 60, $70. I mean, we paid a, we paid 25 cents at most for a photo of an old soldier that we found that we got in a lot of a bunch of other photos and we just sold Mm -hmm. it for 80 bucks. And it's like that's wow. cool and that's that's awesome and prior to that we were buying you know brand new nike pants for 12 dollars and selling them for 15 or not 15 selling them for like 25 to 30 and so our profit okay. margins were much narrower and once we started getting away from that kind of thing and going towards more like stuff that we know we can sell and turn it, that's when things yeah. started really changing for us so that's my tip
0: All right let's to it's great advice and that just comes up with the experience yeah. right like like i i 100% agree with you on i don't want to get into selling something or re, or buying something that i do not enjoy yeah. doing cuz i'm going to burn out yeah, super definitely. quick so Finding stuff that I'm fascinated about. I can see that really.
3: Well, and I think the community has a lot to do with people that get into this business and immediately go into, you know, that you think liquid blue, grateful dead shirts are, are all over thrift stores. And, you know, you think that there's that coffee mugs are worth $30 or that there's, you know, really rare baseball cards just hanging out at the state sales. Like the community is kind of at fault for that because, you know, in the, at the end of the day, anybody on YouTube, we're all entertainers in some way, shape, and form. And if we uh-huh. put out videos of us literally going to thrift stores, because I mean, Sarah and I go to thrift stores all the time, and we leave there with nothing. In fact, the other day, Sarah had a cart with like two things in it, and she was like, "This thr- this thrift store sucks," She's like, <laughs> and I'm like, "All right, fine, then just let's go," and she just like yeah so i don't even want these two things yeah i
2: just i just just wasn't feeling it it was like i was just trying too hard you know what i mean like oh i've been there i was like you know i just was like
1: that is
0: great looking for
2: for something to buy and i'm like you know this might make like five or ten dollars but it's probably and i don't do the death pile i don't do the death pile i have to get it get it in and get it listed (laughs) like my death pile is like if it even could be considered a death pile is like maybe like half a trash bag's worth of stuff would be like my death pile right.
3: there, sarah doesn't leave a, and a death pile of dishes either like no. they have to be, <laughs> right, no. so.
0: and you guys you guys have the death pile pig we, do. we, we do. do stuff too do.
3: Right? Yeah. if i had a
0: death pile pig then i would you have can get your own
3: ready for some you, know, <laughs> you can get your own and i'll give them a shameless plug uh death piles death pile support pig.com <laughs> okay a couple
1: things you mentioned there go with what you know go with what you like that makes a lot of sense and when i first started i mean for me it was really just one item i identified one thing that i knew was being sold for something for a price that was significantly less than what i could get for it on ebay and that was kind of my starting point and then you kind of grow from there but what you're saying like with that picture is if you can invest low, you know a couple bucks here, a couple bucks there. It's okay to take risks. It's okay to try new things and see if you can get an ROI on something that maybe previously you weren't knowledgeable about. And if it works out, wow, no. that's amazing. And if it doesn't, yeah, you you've only lost a couple
3: bucks, right? You didn't even. We didn't even get into that side of our business. That's the other thing we niche down into is we sell other people's photos on eBay.
0: Oh, really? We tons of
3: (laughs) I'm looking at six of them sitting right here that I got to ship out and they're literally like other people's family photos or other people's photos of like their vacation from like the 50s and 60s, 70s, 80s, things like that.
1: Oh, they're old ones. I was like, why are people
3: buying these? I don't know if modern ones would sell all that. Well, maybe probably from the 90s, they would because my generation is very nostalgic to look back into that time yeah. you know because i'm i'm in my 40s but um yeah yeah i feel like i feel like there's a lot of nostalgic there and then there's this vintage crew you know like the 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 people that are in their 20s now love old stuff and love pictures of old stuff and stuff like that so that kind of stuff sells really well and we make a very good living selling photos and postcards and stuff from early early 1900s and then you take it one step further and you go like into the 60s and 70s and you sell like family photos we sell tons of them and well
2: yeah it depends like so say it's like a family portrait and it's like i mean like a professionally done family portrait it's all about all about like what kind of clothes are these people wearing are they wearing like some crazy 70s outfit do they have like those big (laughs) thick round like coke bottle type glasses that were in style then like if you have a picture of like maybe like a dad and a son, and the son's outside playing in a sandbox and the dad is smoking a cigarette, mm-hmm. that's good because like you know, today that would not be acceptable. So, like, it's all about the content.
1: Okay, so if I dig up an old family photo from mm-hmm. like late 70s, early 80s, let's say it's an eight by 10, it's in good the- condition. How much are we talking? We've
3: here? sold, we've sold. We've sold like photos of people like having family gatherings at their house, like for Thanksgiving Mm -hmm. or something like that. And everybody's sitting around the table smoking and there's kids in the room and stuff like that. And they sell almost immediately because you will never, ever see that again. And it's all about content. It's all about content. And some of the content you look at it and you go, there's no way anybody's going to want this. (laughs) And it's the most popular picture you've ever sold, you know, or something like that. So it's, it's, it's not necessarily content that you would think of, like a good example of it is, is you would think like Christmas photos of a kid opening presents would not be a great thing. Yeah. And the kid is not, and nor is the, well, maybe the present, it depends on what the present is, but if it's just a kid sitting there holding a wrapped present in front of a Christmas tree, it would sell quickly and it has nothing to do with the kid it has everything to do with the christmas tree behind him because that Mm -hmm. christmas tree first of all is a major fire hazard second of all (laughs) it's 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 you don't see trees decorated that way with the tinsel hanging all over it and the very sparse (laughs) lights and stuff like that so it's all about that content and people want it because of that tree not because of the kid and so you get into like this weird kind of way of looking at other people's photos where you're looking at it and you're like oh yeah you know yeah there's these guys over here that are really really happy but in the background there's an old television with rabbit ears on it people are going to want it oh
1: right that's true (laughs) all right so this Uh, is what i'm hearing you say is if mike and i go to some touristy place that takes those old timey photos (laughs) with all the props we can simply dress up and you know, pretend to be cowboys. Oh, and, there you go. Yep,
3: there you go. And then
1: say this is authentic. This is <laughs> back when get. we were wrestling the cow herd back in the Old West. Rough it up a little
3: bit. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs>
0: These are our That's great a... great grandfathers back in the Old it, West days. Spitting image of them. That is super fascinating. I never would have thought <laughs> of family f- or photos.
2: But I heard you. Ask about the price and um yep. we didn't answer you. Any I mean it just depends anywhere like like a Polaroid like snapshot, depending on the content, like between maybe five, twenty-five dollars. We sold one today of like um the Goodyear blimp, mm. um, over an airport from like the early, I think it was like 1935 for $18. Oh. So I mean, it just and the thing that's so great about that is is like you know, they take up no space. Right. I put, them, I put them in a plastic sleeve. I put a number on them so I can find them when they sell in the plastic sleeve. I just flip through. I mean, I have 500 listings in like a shoebox Crazy. size space. Wow, yeah. You know?
1: Okay, so I'm just imagining sourcing this. I'm at a garage sale. I'm digging through some boxes. I find an old album and I say, hey, how much for your album? And they, there's, you know, they respond like, oh, sorry. Yeah, that's, those are personal or our family photos. And then yeah. I say, like, no, no, no I want those. <laughs> I want your old family photos. How much for this 70s or 80s
3: album? Well, and so you got two things there. First of all, it's never going to happen. But <laughs> Oh, you'd be surprised. You would be surprised, yes. But you got two things there. And the, the, ma- the, the, the major point that you could take away from that. Is nobody knows these are valuable and nobody thinks they're valuable. Mm -hmm. Nine times out of 10, they end up in the trash can, you know, especially if it's like family photos of like your past family that you don't know. You know, like when my mom moved all her stuff, like we found photos of people and she's like, I have no idea who these people are.
0: I've got a box in my garage. Yeah
3: exactly so that and and most of the time they end up in the trash can but if you get people that do estate sales and do online estate sales they're like oh no no, they are worth money they're not worth a lot of money especially in an album and so we buy these albums for 20 dollars 15 dollars you know if they have like military stuff in it or like you know pictures from the wars or something like that they're going to go for crazy money because the guys that collect war memorabilia will buy them but you know, if it's somebody's vacation album where it's like, you know, ocean city, Maryland in 1965 and, you know, Disneyland and, you know, you, everyone's like, these aren't worth anything. And you're like, yeah, Mm -hmm. they are because that's old Mickey mouse from the sixties and people love that stuff. That's a good point. So that's, that's, and that's kind of where we've kind of steered our business towards is the obscure things that people are like, yeah, (laughs) this isn't worth anything. You know what I mean? (laughs) Now, don't get me wrong. If we walk into a thrift store and there's, you know, 58 funko pops and they're all 50 cents we're buying them all you know <laughs> or if, you know someone's giving away jordans we're buying them of course but yeah you know our our bread and butter stuff and i hate using that word because it's so overused in this community but the stuff that we'll buy every day is stuff that everybody else is not looking for or the people that don't watch our channel aren't looking for <laughs> so yeah
1: okay so at a garage sale you know sometimes they ask you hey how's it going what you looking for Is it socially appropriate for me to say, actually, what I'm really looking for are your old family (laughs) albums?
3: I mean, if they ask you, (laughs) sure, why not?
0: (laughs) Carl, you're awkward enough that you'd probably do that too.
3: (laughs) I do feel,
2: (laughs) yeah, I feel like people would think that that's weird. Like most of them, um, most of them we get from like the online auctions or live auctions that we've gone to. And um, I did find one at the bins one time, believe it or not. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And it was great. It was so crazy because I had gone up to like the fresh bins. So like, have you guys gone, have you guys gone to the bins? No. Yeah.
1: I've been once a few years ago. No, I have not. And I'm scared to be honest with
2: you. Yeah. yeah, You you should be.
3: (laughs) Okay. You got yeah. um, to ease your way. You got
2: to ease your way. Well, my, I have, I learned this tip from uh, somebody on whatnot. They, whenever, like, if you don't have a bag, they turn a shirt into a bag. They just use oh. a t-shirt and they just yeah. shove stuff into the t-shirt Crazy. and then they go over and they, they sort, sort it later. But so uh, they had just put out these like fresh bins and I saw the photo album and I'm like, Oh, no, one's going to go for this photo album. Mm-hmm. I got to get that photo album. It's probably so good. And you know, everyone's rummaging around. And I like, because of just how crazy it is, I completely forgot about the photo album. And so I take everything back to my cart and I'm like, oh crap. Like I didn't go for the photo album, but uh-huh. I'm like, oh, I guarantee I go back up there. Nobody's going to go after that. And it's probably still going to be there. Sure enough. It was just sitting there uh-huh. like, <laughs> yeah, and I got it. And you know, there were like, there was this obscure band from like the sixties promo shots of this band called we and the revelations Hmm. um a band that like no one had ever heard of there's barely any information there's like one one (laughs) little article maybe and we sold them um I, so, I think we still have one left i think there are four total i think we sold like two for forty dollars and like one for 25.
0: yeah i remember them back in the day so like that, to that stuff's go, gonna yeah.
2: sit you know because you have to find the right person that's like hey right. i really need a picture of we in the revelations that was like my favorite band yeah
1: but mm-hmm. the great part mm-hmm. is is it great. takes
2: up no space you know wow you so, two are yes. filled yeah. with
1: amazing stories yeah. and tips upon tips i feel like yeah we're mining in a very lucrative gold mine of knowledge here. Yeah, well
0: we're gonna have to do a part two of this. (laughs) We got 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 so many (laughs) tips.
1: Yeah, I can't wait to show you the next photo of my buy. I'll be like really proud of it. Look at all these photos and you'll
3: say, "Eh." yeah Yeah,
1: it's not really worth anything. You want you (laughs) want one
3: more one more obscure bolo? Yeah. Old sticker albums. Stickers? And I'm not talking about like sticker albums where it's like stickers that you that are fresh that you can peel off and stick somewhere. I'm talking about somebody got a got a photo album or a sticker album and bought a bunch of stickers and just put them all in there in different ways, shape, or form. They're and you sell them as a whole, Mm -hmm. uh, as a as a a whole. So the album and everything. Yeah. I was just gonna, man. Yeah. You're taking all my good stuff. Scratch and sniff McDonald's. (laughs) Yeah, Scr- right <laughs> and Mc oh, mcdonald's mate, Michael Jackson. Where's his mute button now? <laughs> Golly, is, that's amazing. That's yeah, that's big time. We sold we sold one sticker album for 119. Wow. Yeah. We paid we paid a dollar for oh, four. That's great. And yeah. that's something
0: that somebody's just gonna throw away at the end of an end of a cell too. That's uh-huh.
2: crazy. First time, yeah.
0: First time we ever saw one.
3: <sighs> We've never seen them before, but we will be looking yeah. for certain if they come. And up I again.
2: did. I, when I did bid on them, I'm like, oh, I know that these are going to be probably forty to fifty dollars a piece. Some stuff I just like. Some stuff I just mm-hmm. know. Yeah. I have like this, like
0: <laughs> this, like thing. I just, I just, I just know. Right there.
2: like, uh, <laughs> yes, so. I have that. Yeah, I have that. Hopefully, one day I'll be there with yeah. you. Um, but like that's why I don't know. It's just I, I kind of steer clear of like the clothing very much anymore, unless it's like super like vintage or like it's just you know something yeah. unique but i'm just i'm all about the pictures and the just the the cabbage patch and the sticker albums and the yeah. um towels is another thing <laughs> vintage towels is wow. another huge thing
0: all right you guys this has been great and i hate to cut it off well uh definitely loved having you guys on hopefully i have you guys on soon again if you guys are up for it we can continue on with all these great stories i love to have them
3: <laughs> we're plethora
0: oh i yep. bet i bet and i can't wait to hear them either
1: all right mike like a lot to react to there but what what kind of top of your head what what do you think
0: oh uh, there's so much there's so much that i related to in the state sales and and just elbowing people to get to what you need and what you want mm-hmm. just people pushing you around right. Uh, I took, mm-hmm. I took away so much. Like I never would have thought of so many of the things that they talked about on, and that they gave us mm. examples on like, like those old time pictures. I mean, we, I pass right. up boxes constantly. It's crazy. Oh,
1: I, I don't even know if they're there. Cause I wouldn't even look at that kind of stuff. Right but now I will for sure. Yeah. Yeah. They
0: they made a good point about the obscure things, right? They said, everybody goes for Pokemon, Yu-Gi-Oh, Cabbage Patch, mm-hmm. all the, all the all the stuff that we know sells and it's the stuff that we don't think about that we should be picking Mm. up and looking at.
1: Yeah. Just taking risks on things, especially if there's not very much money, if you're like, I don't know about this, but it's a dollar, just go ahead and grab it and see. And then if it's nothing, then who cares? But if it's something, then, you know, you just got some, got a new angle, so to speak. Right.
0: Yeah. 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 They had a good point too. And we, and i kind of figured this out on my own too. It's, Get into something that you love or that you enjoy picking, that you enjoy researching, that you enjoy selling. You know, I really found that we've talked about it on a previous episode too, where I figured that out and it's, that's so important where mm-hmm. you're going to burn out so quick.
1: For sure. hundred percent, man. Yeah. yeah. I think, yeah, the whole like elbowing and that I, I haven't really experienced that to be honest. I'm pretty mellow with things. Oh, really? So I've, I've definitely experienced where I want something somebody Wait else wants. a second.
0: Wants. I have went yard selling with you before, and I've seen you pick stuff. Come on. Elbow? (laughs) I don't know about elbows, but you're definitely double parked.
1: Oh yeah, that's not elbowing. I'm not, I'm not like physically assaulting people though. <laughs> no,
0: you're not physically. No, assault. no. You're I'm, driving 50 miles an hour down to 25 mile an hour street. Incorrect, Come on. Incorrect. That is not <laughs> yes, true. you are. I've been with you.
1: I'm not driving 50 miles an hour, Mike. Come on. That's exaggeration. <laughs> I'm talking about, so I've, I've arrived, you know, seconds after somebody's arrived and is looking at the same things as me. Yeah. So I'll just ask like, Hey, are you interested in that same thing? And then they usually get really defensive and they're like, yeah, like get out of here. And so, uh-huh. so I do, if I'm the one ahead, typically I'll make a little pile and I'll just say, okay, I want to buy this and here's my price. And then if somebody comes up and then sort of investigates the pile, I, I don't get handsy with them or I elbow with that, you know, elbow them out of the way right. or get, get mad. Yeah. I just say, Hey, just so you know, I already, I already bought that. <laughs> yeah.
0: Gotcha. And then, that, that's my pile power. Or something yeah. Like that. That's my box.
1: I say it politely for sure. So I don't know, yeah. different. you know, we're talking you know now I've had interviews with folks from different parts of the country, so maybe there's different experiences there or maybe I'm just not doing it the same way. I don't know, but either yeah, way
0: big sit big cities too I mean Pittsburgh's three hundred thousand people, you know compared to my my town's thirty thousand people, so mm, for sure differences different demographics,
1: yeah. For sure. So I think that my goal, I think when we have a guest on is to have some sort of a takeaway that I'm going to directly apply to future picks, something where they've inspired me to do something either differently or try something new. And so I think with these folks, I am going to specifically try to find old albums. I don't even care if I, you know, make much money on them. I just think it'd be interesting to sell an old picture. So I don't know how available these are, but I'm going to keep an eye out for old albums and i'm gonna snatch one up how about you all right
0: well i honestly thought you were gonna say that you're gonna start picking cabbage patch kids but <laughs> mm, i don't see them no. that often
1: I, I honestly they're rare and they're typically from people that know what their value is yeah
0: no i don't see them either that's awesome that they found those brand new ones that's mm-hmm. pretty cool 10%. yeah uh so I'm kind of with you. I'm going to start looking at the old pictures. Like I, I literally really do have a box of old pictures from mm. uh, the Azor Islands from where my family's from. And I don't know who they are, to be okay. honest with you. So, so I'm going to look through that. Yeah, I'm going to look through them. And, <laughs> and, well, I'll probably get my family's permission. You know, my brothers might want them or something like that. But I'm going to look mm. through them and see about those. But, you know, something else that they brought up was the, um, the stickers. Mm-hmm. You know, you find those from time to time, and you never really think about. Yeah, I don't them.
1: know if I've ever seen those before, but I'm not looking for them, so who knows?
0: Yeah, I've seen them from time to time at the yard sales. Okay. so all
1: right, I'm gonna check those out Good too. Deal.
0: Great tips! There's so many great tips that they gave that I hundred percent
1: scratching the mm-hmm. surface here, but um, uh-huh. all right, man, do you have a pick of the week?
0: My pick of the week is so it's something that I've had for a really long time, and I didn't I didn't realize that it was something that I could uh, sell. But it was a uh, and it's called an Abu Garcia mm-hmm. baitcaster reel, and mm-hmm. it's a uh, it's a pretty fancy reel. It's still in the box. I picked it up at an estate sale probably four or five years ago. Okay it, with with full intent of using it uh, to fish with myself, but I never did. And then when I was making room. In my garage for my inventory, I pulled out one of the tubs and I was like, "Oh, I've got these three fishing reels here that I never use." Mm-hmm. You know, I had full intent to use them, I never did. And so I took pictures and I listed them. And you know, I, I bought the thing for probably twenty bucks and held onto it for four years, and then I sold it recently for ninety nine plus shipping. Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Whoa! Cool, huh?
1: That's super cool, yeah. man. Nice. I had it.
0: Ton of watchers on it, and I, yeah. it it was kind of funny because it, it kept saying, "Do you want to send an offer?" Because I had a bunch of watchers on it, and I had it originally at one twenty nine. I dropped it to one one ten, and it mm-hmm. was you know just progressively went down to ninety nine. Then I sent offers out for like eighty three dollars to the four or five watchers I had, and as soon as I hit submit, I got a, a full price. Um, sale on offer but yeah full price sell on it so yes that
1: pretty, dude that's it. awesome man that's really cool that so you actually were a picker before you even knew it
0: yeah exactly i've always been fascinated with the state sales and, mm-hmm. and yard sales and stuff though okay
1: so good deal man
0: jen's a little worried that we're going to turn into hoarders that our house is going to look like a hoarder yeah. no no
1: for sure it is a risk but you just have to keep on listing as long as you keep on listing then it's not going to happen
0: yeah good key. keep good key yeah. keep takeaway right there Yep. That's mine. What's yours?
1: Okay. So I am proud of the story here because this is inspired okay. by you. Me? Our, what? Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Okay. I, honestly, I didn't even think there's going to be many garage sales. Left, but there's been a few kind of trickling in on the weekend. And so it went out last Saturday. And you had given me a tip that I didn't I, – I kind of like – I believed you, but I still was skeptical. I'll say that. Really? You said – that you would learn that some people are are starting to sell VCRs,
0: yeah, VCR DVD combos.
1: Yeah, okay, I didn't know that mm-hmm. it was the combo thing. And so, because I see VCs all the time, they're usually junky; they're not worth anything. Right. But I came across a like you know change your your VC or your, your VHS into your DVD kind of machine. Yeah, it yeah. was a Magnavox. It was it was used, but it had the original box and all the stuff in it. And so I was like, oh wow. So I looked at it. and I was like, uh is this what Mike's talking about? I don't know. So I looked mm-hmm. it up and it looked like it was, you know, doing pretty well on eBay. And so I was like, all right, how much, how much you got for this? And he's like, uh, mm-hmm. five bucks. So I bought it for five yeah. bucks and I listed it and I sold it. Oh man, I think I sold it this morning or yesterday. And because it had the box and all this stuff, it was worth a little bit more. So I think I ended up selling it for like one forty.
0: What? Oh yeah, my gosh. I know.
1: I know. Way more than I Yeah. Yeah. And, and here's the thing, though, is because I don't have VHS or like, you know, blank DVDs, I couldn't test out whether it was really working. But it, I mean, it was kept in such good shape. I'm, so I'm kind of taking a little bit of a risk on it. So I'm hoping it's not gonna be a return. But yeah, yeah. Anyway, so that was inspired by you. Thank you, my friend.
0: Uh, you're welcome. And I'll take my 20% later. Yeah, okay. I could have predicted
1: Just... you're gonna say that. And yeah, I got it for <laughs> you right now. I've got it in cash and a wallet. <laughs> so come on down and grab it. <laughs> all right, I'll be
0: around the corner. I'll be down in the morning. Don't worry about it. <laughs> nice, yeah, man. That's a great pick. You know, yeah, I look for those things all the time, and and they're typically around five bucks. Too. Yeah, That's I know. Pretty cool.
1: But what's crazy oh, about this kind of stuff is that you gave me the tip, and then I immediately found something, right? And so you uh-huh. think, oh, well, then moving forward, like I'll probably find a ton of these things. It doesn't yeah. work that way. Like it's usually like, oh. There's just these strange coincidences where you think of something, or somebody gives you a tip, and you find it. You're like, "Oh, that's great!" And then you never see one for like five years. <laughs> really? Well, <laughs> yeah, it's crazy I, how that yeah. works out.
0: I see them all the time. It's crazy.
1: Well, yeah, I know. I know. I'm talking about like ones in the box and that you know have had good condition. or Yeah, good condition ones. Yeah, yeah, so, like that
0: one that I told you about. It was all I. I took a. It had a VCR on top of it. I took the VCR off, and it was just demolished
1: on the top. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, exactly. Combo. So, all right, man. Well, this has been good.
0: Man, it was really great talking to those two. If you want to find out more, you can head on over to YouTube and Facebook at Pittsburgh Picker. And on Instagram, it's Daburg Picker, D-A-B-U-R-G-H Picker. And then for Sarah's Instagram, it's the.daily.cabbage.
1: That's right. All right, fellow pickers, it's time to find your own treasures now, one story at a time.
0: And remember, it's not reselling if you take it out of your neighbor's garage. That's just stealing.